So this bolt of lightning shot across the universe and inspired me with the idea that we have to do a podcast. And that's what I wanted to tell you. We should do a podcast. Okay, bye. I did it. I hit record. We're live. It's happening. It is happening right now. Uh, welcome to Feature Creep, colon. Build your microwave, semicolon. Book, uh, oh, book gate? No, gate, 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 book, book, shit. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> uh, welcome to our podcast. Uh, I'm Ned, and this is Meg. And we are unprepared. And we are unprepared. Oh, okay, so we had a book idea. Right, and it was an idea about gate. It's So, book gate, a scandalous book about gates. Yes. So we thought we might talk about the design of that and how that might look, having successfully published a book internationally known, yeah. internationally sold. We're so- I mean, since this is a book about gates and the scandals involving gates, we need to have the front cover of the book not open from right to left, but <sighs> from the center, like a pair of gates opening. Oh. Or like swinging saloon doors. Swinging saloon doors. Okay, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like the slits in the middle instead of off to one side. Yeah. Like it's hinged on both sides of the book, Yes, I got you. Yeah. Or so you you've know. already pushed us past the normal publishing venues, which is great. Right. I mean, it's already overcomplicated. Yeah, it's already overcomplicated. A custom book cover <laughs> that opens from both sides. Yes. But then all of the pages are bound on one side inside. Okay, okay. Because gotcha. otherwise, how would you turn the pages? Yeah. Maybe you'd have to flip them from the top. Yes. Maybe it would be spiral bound at the top. Oh, okay. I know how everybody loves spiral binding. Yes, everybody loves a good spiral binding. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't ever fall apart or decompensate after use. No. If you already have opinions um, and you're this far in, and man, I know it feels like ours at this point. (laughs) We've been doing this forever. Yeah. Um, You can email Dana, our CEO and uh, founder, co-founder. I feel like she's just like it's at this point it's all her fault. It is all her fault. She yeah. it was all her idea. We just went along with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're basically being exploited by her at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's intense. I think we just this I'm just this just now realizing after through 230 episodes or, right. or 220 episodes or whatever. We might be being exploited. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> all the money. I, I know. It just you blinded by the money. Yes. <laughs> it really throws off your frame of reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So that it would have. Oh, con- it, sorry. Email Dana. That's mm, D A N A at fcbm.io. So if you send an email to Dana, she will route your email to Meg or I if it is relevant. Um. You can also just go to our website fcbm.io and get direct contact information as needed. Um. But that's basically the best and really only way to get a hold of us. Um, for your ideas, thoughts, or criticisms, or niceties, or whatever. Right. Or if you just want somebody to listen for a moment. <laughs> um, uh, but a moment is all you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. Because we have lots of stuff to do. Yeah, and everybody knows how long a moment is, so right. it's well defined. There it went. Yep. Um, okay, sorry. So this book yes. opens like a gate, so two swinging doors. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then and then potentially spiral bound at the top so that right. you open up the two doors, the gates, yeah. and then you flip it up. Right. Each page. Yeah. Okay. I'm behind that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Except mm. looking at the back of the oh, but if the, you flip the pages up, yeah. then the under the back side of the page could be oriented such that you have a full spread from the top page down to the bottom page. Yes. Okay. Okay. I could see this working. It'd be really tall. It'd be really tall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like two feet tall. So you could really contextualize gates with sky. Oh yeah. Or whatever's above them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it will have to have graphics on every page. So yeah, that, like absolutely. the text is printed over the yes. background imagery. Yeah. I'm writing all this down. Good. I so like on the face of it, I can imagine lots of pictures of gates that we go take. Fine. The part about the scandal, that's where I like does each gate need to be somehow associated with some kind of like scandalous incident, like historical event? Like Watergate gate. Like Watergate gate. Right. Yeah. But then it, but well, but then it would be Watergate gate gate. Oh, right. It's Watergate and the, like they said in the Mitchell and Webb. Yeah. The Mitchell and Webb episode. episode. Yeah. The sketch. The gate is the signifier of the scandal. Right. The suffix gate to indicate scandal. Right. So really Watergate should have been Watergate. Is Watergate gate. gate. Is Watergate. So the, the scandal of Watergate is Watergate gate. And then if you're at if you have a physical gate that is associated with that, then it's Watergate gate gate. Yes. Okay. Correct. Okay. Uh, so lots of different types of gates, right? Like, yeah. uh, I mean, look at the, like there was the Brandenburg gate Okay. that was associated with like, what happened at the Brandenburg gate? Wasn't that Nazis? I don't know. Let me look it up. Quick. Okay. I am. Uh, yeah, you look up the Brandenburg Gate. Um, it's in it's in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a historical place in Berlin, Germany. 18th century neoclassical monument built on the orders of Prussian King Frederick William II after restoring the Orangist power by suppressing the Dutch popular unrest. Okay. Yeah. So that's a solid. That's a historical. Seems scandally. Yeah. So that could work. Like we could really do pictures of gates mm-hmm. that are associated with sort of historical scandals or or sort of. Yeah. Um, we could also, and then, but then we could go to these places and take photos of them. Oh, sure. We would have to have our original, and those would be, that would be the background yeah, imagery. That we right, and then you would, we would contextualize it with some text about. Now, each. here here's another list of dash gate scandals and controversies okay so we could have abstract we could include actual gates for abstract gates yes that's what i mean so like yeah so like the, the wikipedia page on list of gate scandals and controversies states that the suffix dash gate derives from the watergate scandal of the United States in the early 1970s, which resulted in the resignation of U.S. President Richard Nixon, scandal named after the Watergate complex in Washington, D.C., where the burglary giving rise to the scandal took place. The complex itself was named after the Watergate area, where symphony orchestra concerts were staged on the Potomac River between 1935 and 1965. Yeah. 30 straight years. Uh, the suffix has become productive as a libfix and is used to embellish a noun or name to suggest the existence of a far-reaching scandal, particularly in politics and government. Um, the term may suggest unethical behavior and a cover-up. So anything gate 
mm-hmm. can be further extended beyond scandal to something that suggests unethical behavior and a cover-up, according to CBC News in 2001. So such usages have been criticized by some commentators as cliched and misleading. Um, the widespread use of Dash Gate could be called scandal syndrome, according to John Thompson. Uh, it's, he says, a self-reproducing and self-reinforcing process driven on by competitive and combative struggles in the media and political fields and giving rise to more and more scandals, which increasingly become the focus of mediated forms of public debate, marginalizing or displacing other issues, and producing on occasion a climate of political crisis which can debilitate or even paralyze a government. So just like the suggestion of something being a dash gate. Yes. Can throw everyone into chaos. <laughs> How do you pronounce that word? Every time I see chaos yes. spelled out, I say chaos, chaos. chaos. like Taos, Taos. In Mexico. Um, so, I can I can we make a note um, yeah. about I note think, away note away. I'd like to note that we might want to include that a little bit of discussion around that concept. Yes, in our book, yeah. so that we're more comprehensive, um, so that we're fair and balanced. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, just to put like to put it in context a little bit, right? Yeah. It's like it, I mean, because this is kind of a mock, mocking, mocking the like mocking the concept of like suffixing gate with everything and everything being considered a, a on the on the level with Watergate, right? And so Bookgate is where we're at. And also at this point, I think it's worth pointing out that I think we well, I don't. Between you and I, I don't really care. I'm not trying to claim any fancy foreknowledge on this, but I didn't know about Ocean Gate when we when we came up with this concept. Oh, right. So this, yeah, we're going to get to that in another episode. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's funny because, well, we can talk about it in the other episode, but the yeah. name Ocean Gate just immediately jumped out to me as like a really dumb thing to name a company because <laughs> of the pop culture association of yes. e- suffixing everything scandalous with gate. I'm like, you're basically condemning yourself to become a scandal, which is exactly what happened. Right. It's like a living version of that. Uh, uh, what's it? Who and Webb? Uh, Mitchell and Webb. Mitchell the and Mitchell Webb. and Webb sketch yeah. where it's like, well, now it's Ocean Gate Gate. Because it ain't Ocean. It Ocean Gate is the name, and is you have name, to have the right? suffix gate. Right. So, yeah. Right. So it's Ocean Gate Gate. Yeah. The guy who came up with or popularized the dash gate suffix was yeah. William Sapphire or Sapphire, uh-huh. uh, conservative New York Times columnist. Saphir. Is that no, what I'm it just, is? Saphir. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> gullible. It's pronounced gullible. Um, so gullible. He, he apparently like popularized. Oh, using okay. yeah. the gate suffix as the indicator of the scandal. Um, uh, his his aim in doing so apparently, like, he, he, what did he say here? He says like his aim in doing so was rehabilitating Nixon by relentlessly tarring his successors with the same rhetorical brush, diminishing guilt by association. So like like downplaying the scandal of Watergate by like cheapening it by calling, like doing exactly what you're saying by like tacking gate onto every tiny thing that becomes a scandal and then being like, well, everything's a, everything's a gate. Everything's a, like when we went out to dinner the the other day or breakfast the other day and we had to wait the breakfast gate, breakfast gate, like two days ago when we had to wait over half an hour after we'd been seated. Right. We got water from a very panicked 
<laughs> panicked man who yes. was like I'll be right back but I have to go do this other thing first and yeah. then he like disappeared and we agreed that the half hour that we sat waiting with glasses of water and nothing else was probably due to the fact that he was having like an enormous meltdown in the back <laughs> you're right yes, yes like he's just back there like sweating yeah like, yeah sweating something's going on that's just like not out. going well <laughs> yeah and then the big part of the scandal is that yes. another wait another waitstaff came to us another server and she yeah. was like i can take your order but she sort of like blew in out of nowhere after yeah. a half hour of us right. just sitting there completely abandoned and we also noticed that everybody else in our section was being subjected to the same treatment they all yeah. got seated they all got water and then abandoned summarily right so we sat there for like fucking half an hour mm -hmm. and we this was like surprising to me and damien because we go to this restaurant a lot and we were like wow we're like where is everybody this place is usually on their shit they can run a very busy brunch rush like nobody else i've seen and so yeah. we were like why is everybody falling right. all it was over like clear something today? had happened right yeah like, i was like what the fuck is going on so we just sat there like with six other tables in yeah. our section just like doing nothing for a whole half an hour and then this lady breezes in and she's like i can take your order and we were like uh okay and then she like took our order and disappeared and she was like, and I ordered a Dutch oven pancake because they're fucking great, but they take forever to make. And so they comes with a warning. Oh, it's going to take forever. And I'm the like, Dutch okay. Baby. Yeah. And then it like came. Well, they call them all kinds of different uh, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Panna cooking is the actual like old country okay. word for they it. They kind of, um, they, they remind me of those like English popovers or something. Like oh, you yeah, kind of yeah. cook them in a, like a muffin tin yep. or something and they rise up. It's like, it's almost a souffle kind of. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, because they're super eggy. Yeah. Like part of the reason that I can eat the whole thing is that it's not actually mostly dough. It's mostly right. egg with some flour in it. You know what I mean? Right. So you're really just eating like a giant bready omelet. Yeah. That makes it sound terrible. But it's, it's way delightful it and delicious. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Drowning in butter. So then like the guy who seated us yeah. and like promptly decompensated somewhere. Right. Uh like then he comes back to take our order. <laughs> yeah. And we're like uh somebody already took it he's like oh and then like scurries off and then so for the rest of the meal we were basically being waited on by two people right yeah and neither of whom seemed to be talking to each other about this at all yeah and like nothing was quite working and um and and to be clear like none of us were in a hurry and this no. was not really a big deal but hence the the breakfast gate right yeah because we need to cheapen the gate as much as possible That's to right. do Nixon a favor. You're right. Dilute it. Dilute, Dilute it. the meaning of gate. Yeah. So yeah, it was like, it took, we were there for like two fucking hours. Yeah. It was insane how long it took. And it was weird that we were being like, it felt like, it felt like living with parents who weren't speaking to each other. Yeah, it really did. Yes. They were like yeah. not quite divorced yet, but totally separated and still living together. And like, I felt like we were supposed to be the intermediaries somehow. And like, like and neither of them messages. have like really like acknowledged like who's taking responsibility for the children. So neither of them are. Right. And we're just like floating in the middle with six other tables of people who have been abandoned and orphaned by mm -hmm. Good Day Cafe. <laughs> so yeah, breakfast gate. That's, breakfast that's what gate. happened yeah. there. The food was super good though. Oh yeah. 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 They make really great food. Although Damon will be quick to tell you if you order their beignet, it is not actually New Orleans style and right. you will be disappointed if you expect it to be exactly like cafe. Cinnamon sugar on it or something? Yes, they put fucking a sacrilege. Yeah. A sacrilege. Who puts cinnamon sugar? It's not cinnamon toast crunch. It's a beignet. Put fucking right. like confectioner sugar on it, please. Yeah. Oh my God. And like, well, and you know, we've tried to, when I, we, I haven't said anything. 
because I'm like, it's Minnesota. I don't expect to get a Cafe Dumont and Beignet in, sure. in Swedish country. Um, but Damon was like, here's how you like serve these New Orleans style and like instructed them, which <laughs> didn't really go well. Yeah, sure. I'm sure um, they didn't know what to do with that. They didn't. They were like, what? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know that they actually have a frame of reference for the beignets at fucking uh-huh. Cafe du Monde. Like, you have to have been lucky enough to go to New Orleans right. to have these beignets. And I mean, great if you have. Like, if you have the opportunity to have fresh beignets from Cafe du Monde in New Orleans before the fucking planet, pl- planet floods and there is no more New, New Orleans, Orleans. Right. go get them if you can. But just know that they are sort of singular in all of the world Mm -hmm. and you're not going to get a replica of them anywhere. And if you try, people might not only not know what you're talking about, but fail to deliver. Right. (laughs) And then you'll be very disappointed, which I've witnessed. Beignet gate. Beignet gate. Yes. Beignet gate. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, back to the story or back to the book design. So the idea, what we have um, is we've got a gate opening. So, Almost like a like a tri no like a twofold pamphlet, basically a double door opening cover yes, right. to a top flipping spiral bound pages right that open up so that you can lay it out flat and see a very tall double page spread. Yes, and on the inside of the gates that open, there yep. have to be other gates printed. You know what I mean? Like yes, it's not just like the inside of a book cover when you flip it. No, open. no, no. It's gates. It has to be like three dimensional. Okay. Okay. You have to be able to view it from both sides and gotcha. be like, that's that gate I just flipped open. Yes. It can't look like the normal inside of a book cover once it's laid open flat. Right. Okay. Right. And okay. so then we right. need a collection of gates that are associated with scandal, right. with, with gates. Yes. <laughs> it's a very strange book. Yeah. And then we also need room to discuss uh, the use of the suffix gate. Right. And the gate, the gate, 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 the controversy of the suffix gate. Yeah. Gate, the gate, suffix gate. gate gate. Yeah. Yeah. Gate gate gate. I'm writing it down. <laughs> um. Man, it is just it's just gates all the way down. It is. And then maybe somehow we need to encapsulate that concept of just like like maybe it just trails off at the end and it's just like a page full of like suffix gate just after just gate 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 gate. Yeah. In, um, in like diminishing font size until mm-hmm. it just disappears into the. I love that idea. Yeah. I uh, I think we should do like something about how there are books in public schools and the books are also part of Bookgate Gate and because public education is a scandal at this point. Yeah. Educate Gate. Educate Gate. Okay. Do schools have gates? Schools usually have gates. Yeah, like they do. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Especially <gasps> now, they're oh, way more no! gated than they used to be. I just thought of the gate over Auschwitz. Oh, that's a yeah. gate we have to include. That that's a, a very scandalous yeah. gate. Yep. Maybe the most scandalous gate. Maybe. I don't know. How do you measure scandals against each other? I don't know. I think the main thing is we get a collection of them, and then maybe some kind of organization will emerge. Uh huh. You know, as you kind of lay them out and look at them and decide. Right. So Auschwitz Gate Gate. Auschwitz Gate Gate. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, I mean, well, now there's the Ocean Gate Gate, which would probably be that dumb fucking bell door 
bolt right. bolt on door that comes on the front of the, <laughs> the bolt on door and seventeen of the eighteen bolts that yes. go with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we have so many. We have so many opportunities to publish books now. Yeah. That we just keep coming up with book ideas. Like our neighbor, who we may have breakfast with tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, suggested a book about cold soups. Oh, really? And I think that's a great idea. It is a great idea. Cold Soup Gate Gate. <laughs> cold Soup Gate Gate. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just being silly. Before it was fine. Right. That's absurd. All right, now. Uh, yeah, cold soups like gazpacho and like dessert soups. Like, have you ever had a fruit soup? I don't think I've ever had a fruit soup. Kind of like smoothies, but yeah. like desserty. Yeah. I've had like an acai bowl, which feels almost soupy mm. sometimes as it melts. Yeah. But I don't think that's quite on par with a soup. It'd be more of a stew, cold stew. Cold stew. Yeah. Cold stew gate. Cold stew gate. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of like, well, now scandalous cookbooks because chefs are notoriously scandalous. Yeah. And I have like, I had to figure out what to do with my Mario Batali book gate. <laughs> So I was like, I want... Uh, Wait, what happened with Mario Batali? I don't keep up oh with Oh, God. Shit. He was awful. He was a lech and like would get drunk and handsy with his staff all the time. Uh, it was just really gross. And the worst part about it was that he was super vocal about like Me Too shit. And oh, like, oh, yeah. Oh, the restaurant yeah. industry is full of shitty people. And it's about time this kind of reckoning happened and blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, he's like getting drunk and putting his hand up people's skirts and shit. God damn it. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, not literally. I don't know that he put his hand up anybody's skirt. No, but, but I understand. Like, that. Oh, yeah. just constant, like, clinging to people and hanging, pawing at people. Like, mm-hmm. after the restaurants closed, like he had multiple restaurants and one of them was sort of the flagship and it was something about a pig. I can't even remember what the name of it was, but there it had an upstairs. And so like people would come over from the fancy restaurant that he owned. And then uh-huh. after they got done with work, everybody would just head over to this bar restaurant that was like all like it got really popular and all these famous people would show up and stuff. And so there was kind of this like, you know. In the upstairs room, anything goes. Oh, okay, sure. And yeah. so there was this like extremely permissive culture that was also oppressive because like chefs are like angry all the time and assholes. And what I really think it is is like like any uh, any discipline or like career field mm-hmm. that rewards bad behavior will naturally end up with people like this running the show. Right, right. Right? Like if... The best of bad behavior goes to the top. Yeah. So like, you know, like chefs scream at people all of the time. And I don't think it's because there's anything inherent to being a chef that makes you a screamy, angry person. I think that screamy, angry people who happened to become chefs... Mm -hmm their antisocial behavior was rewarded right much as it is in the rest of capitalism right and so much of much as it is in the rest of capitalism only the assholes ended up in charge because right they were they won the battle of who could care less all the time mm-hmm. and they i don't know i don't know why people put up with abuse in pursuit of excellence it's mm-hmm. unnecessary like it doesn't, those two things don't have to go together. But anyway, so he was just like, you know, up front, he was this like 
happy-go-lucky, jolly, like charismatic guy. And behind the scenes, he was just like a lecherous drunk who like harassed people constantly and Ugh. screamed at everybody. And and but meanwhile, making yeah. a big deal of the fact that other people were like that and he wasn't like that, and other people like that shouldn't be tolerated. And blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So when he fell, he like fell real hard. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, like when it was revealed that he he was engaging in like abusive practices of his staff and just kind of like trampling people and stuff. Um, he immediately like got lawyers and refused to discuss any of it publicly, like went totally silent Mm -hmm. and just like disappeared from. Wow. Yeah. You know, like didn't even try and defend himself. Just was Mm -hmm. just like, whatever. So yeah, I got rid of his cookbook. (laughs) Yeah. Because I don't know why. Because I just, every time I looked at it, I was just angry. Sure. Yeah. No, you don't want to keep stuff like that that bothers you around. Like, that's. I just think that's like the classic, a classic example of like adding insult to injury. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. it's like not only were you a dick, you couldn't even be bothered to own it. Right. Like, you had to lie the entire time about how you weren't a dick. Right. Right. And like talk shit and like punch down at other people who were dicks the same as you. Uh huh. But you just lied about it. And I'm like, why did you even lie about it? Like, yeah, what's the point of that? I don't know. Yeah. Because the truth will out. And also, people will not be very forgiving of you if you were like lying. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, you're a dick and you lied about it. I yeah. have no sympathy for you. No sympathy at all. Yeah. And I'm starting to wonder if your food was even that good. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't be a poisonous garbage human and like make beautiful things endlessly. Like, it's going to run out. Mm-hmm. No act of creation is ever too small. Whatever you put into it. Yeah, it's going to out yourself a yep. little bit. Yep. Um, cool. Well, so uh, pictures of Gates. Um, I mean, how would we take pictures of Gates in the context of like other kinds of scandals? Um, I mean, I, I, I guess like... I'm kind of wondering, like, some things, like you said, like Auschwitz. Yeah. For sure. Um, potentially. Like, it's like, weird how many gates are scandalous. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, I could imagine. I mean, also, like, I'm wondering if we want to draw a line between, like, tragedy and scandal, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, Auschwitz, perhaps, is a tragedy and, like, an atrocious, atrocious like, crime against humanity. Yeah. But. Um, it's, like, beyond scandalous. Yeah, I mean, I guess the scandal there is that, like, you know, the Nazis sort of, like, it is it is a weird kind of cover-up, right? Because it was, like, they weren't super above board about what they were doing there, mm-hmm. I, I believe. I don't know that much about it, so I may be completely off base here, and for sure, like, please correct me if I'm wrong. But um, I think my understanding of it is, like, you know, the, it wasn't, like, the final solution wasn't, like, like the reason they called it the final solution is they didn't want to say like, just kill all Jews. Like, you know, no, they wanted to like, you know, just be like, we're going to just take care of them and take them away from you and, you know, put them over here and then we don't have to worry about them anymore. And over here is gas chambers and fucking horrible, horrible atrocities. Yeah. Um, so that's why I like, I I don't know. Right. Like, but I'm not saying no, like it sounds great. Like it's, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just saying, like, do we need, you know, is there a line where it's like, are we going to lean more towards, like, the ridiculousness of it? Or are we going to just be like, because we could really quickly be like, let's just take pictures of Gates associated with, like, the 
the most terrible human crimes that have ever been committed. I mean, I feel like it would be weird if we omitted them. I agree. Right. So something to think about. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Something to think about. Yeah. Well, so I'm reading this list of scandals that have the gate suffix. Uh And like, here's burning sun gate. Burning Sun Gate was an entertainment and sex scandal that revolved around the Burning Sun nightclub in Seoul. Can we Google Burning Sun nightclub and see if they had a gate at the entrance? Oh, yeah. And do we like stretch gate into like just doors in general and thresholds or does it need to be? Oh, maybe. Let's see. I'm looking for images. Yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah. interestingly, Club Burning Sun, to get to it, you have to go up this really long stairwell. Uh-huh. And the stairwell is lit in these sort of, like, radiating lights that project outward from the archway that leads into the club. It's very weird looking. I mm-hmm. would classify this as a strange kind of gate. Okay, yeah. So there's one. I mean, that's really weird, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's look here. Celeb Gate, also known as the Fappening, which is a collection of almost 500 pictures of private pictures of various celebrities Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Upton, Kirsten Dunst, Jessica Brown Finlay, containing nudity that were leaked via iCloud and posted on 4chan and then Imgur and Reddit. Mm-hmm. Celeb Gate. Doesn't seem like there's really a gate that would. No, I mean we could like, you you could potentially like select one or two of those websites where it was like the main outlet and mm. can you know use that as the sort of significant. Because the other thing about gates, like we talk about liminal spaces a lot, and gates are definitely that threshold to yes. to liminal spaces, negative or positive. But right, yeah, in this case, mostly gate. <laughs> I mean, sorry, negative, <laughs> scandalous. Yeah. Yeah. This this one I didn't even hear about. Actually, which is, iCloud would be the the proper gate for that because that's where that's it, that how was the, the images, portal through that which was the, the portal. Images, which the, yeah, yes, yeah. Okay, iCloud. Something that yeah, like we could potentially do something like that. Um, uh, there's. I, I also like something like that. I wonder about whether we would whether it's good for us to be drawing attention to like people's private material being spilled on that. I mean, it's we done. Have to. No, I'm just saying like, it's just something to think about. Like, you know, talking about it is fine, I suppose, but I don't know, just something like, do we want to commit to continuing to drag that out into the open? In 2018, like, Samantha B called Ivanka Trunk, Trump, Trump, a feckless <laughs> cunt on her comedy news show, full frontal. And it uh-huh. led to cunt gate. Yo, we have to do that one. I love her so much. Samantha B is like my I when I saw her on the Daily Show, yeah. um just that was when I got hooked on the Daily Show. I hadn't seen it before. Oh. And she was just at some like Republican convention just putting it to these Republicans on the street <sighs> and I was just like this woman is so brave. Yeah. Like she is just standing there saying this shit to these people's faces and they don't know how to take it. And with just a positive attitude anyway, I think she is hilarious and amazing. Um uh, I love her show too. I don't know if you've seen her. No, she's it's her really show's good. fantastic. Yeah. Um. There's envelope gate. Uh huh. Which 
was which occurred during the presentation for Best Picture at the 2017 Academy Awards, and La La Land was announced oh. first. However, the announcement was a mistake, and the Best Picture award went to Moonlight, and the incident drew comparisons to Miss Universe 2015, uh, in which was basically maybe Crown Gate, okay, or like Fake Boob Gate, Fake Boob or, Gate, or <laughs> or Porcelain Veneer Gate, Porcelain Veneer Gate, <laughs> uh, um. Grope Gate. Grope Gate was about Arnold Schwarzenegger during his campaign in the 2003 California gubernatorial recall election. Uh-huh. Uh, there's so many, like, there's so many gates here. Like, oh, my God, the list goes on and on. Oh, my God, the list is enormous. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. So I'm looking for if there's anywhere here that actually has more gates involved. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I well, okay. So, um, just conceptually, though, we might be able to uh, comb through the list, find some scandals that have gates associated with them, compile that into the book, do these two-page vertical spreads. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what else would we? I'm just gonna read. I want to read this in sports. Are you okay. ready? Yes. Astrogate, Barsagate, Barsagate 2, Bibgate, Blad, Bladegate, Bloodgate, Bottlegate, Bountygate, Coughgate, Crashgate, Deflategate. Oh, Deflategate. I remember Deflategate. Yeah. Deflategate was something ridiculous about a fucking NFL football not being inflated enough for a field kick or something. Mm-hmm. FIFAgate, Grannygate, Homeworkgate, Indiegate. League gate, Loctagate, Moggy gate, Monkey gate, Napgate, Oval gate. This is all just sports references. Oh my God. I mean, there's so many. There's like, they have lists for technology, Antenna gate, Battery gate. I feel like there's a gate for every object in the world at this point. Chip gate, Diesel gate. Dongle gate. Dongle gate. Dongle gate is my favorite so far. A series of events following a double entendre on the word dongle overheard at a programmer's convention on March 17th, 2013, which led to two people being fired and a DDoS attack. God. (laughs) (laughs) What? So, so to conceptualize that, if you just really don't know, like dongles are in typically in like computer use they're <laughs> typically referred to something that like plugs into a port and kind of hangs off the back yeah. and it sometimes it can be considered like a port converter might be referred to as a dongle um oftentimes they're like like oftentimes they're associated with a piece of software it's like you like you buy the software but you need a dongle in order for the software to work because okay. it can it contains some kind of like security hardware that allows the software to be licensed or something like that anyway a DDoS is a denial of service attack, um, and a DDoS, which is uh, basically like overwhelming a server with requests, mm-hmm. and so like you can DDoS like a website where it's like if you have enough computers act requesting that website at the same time, it can sometimes it used to be able to crash the server. Like there's much more protection against that, but it still can be effective to like basically block legit legitimate users from using that service for some period of time while the attack is happening sure um anyway 
I don't know why they got fired. I don't know what the double entendre was, but I'm pretty sure anytime you say dongle, it's just like on the tip of everybody's tongue, right? Right. Like it's just really hard not to imply. Yeah. Um, but who knows like how inappropriate it was, right? Like there's one thing to like give a chuckle. There's another thing to like start fucking waving your dongle around, if you know what I mean. <laughs> there's also, um, <coughs> this is interesting because of the fallout. Yeah. Location gate 2011. The controversy surrounding the discovery that Apple iPhone stored location coordinates and timestamps of owners' movements in a hidden file with a year's worth of location recorded on the phone. This led to multiple class action lawsuits, a U.S. Senate hearing, and a mention on South Park. That's when you know you've made it, is when you get made fun of on South Park. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was. This is also hilarious. This is the geekiest thing I've ever heard. Uh-huh. MoFi Gate 2022. Real recent here. The controversy within the audiophile and vinyl communities <laughs> surrounding right. the discovery that audiophile reissue label Mobile Fidelity Sound Lab was pressing records using digital masters despite implying in their marketing that they were using all analog sources. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. We need to do like a whole triple episode expose on that one. (laughs) (laughs) The most like dry expose you'll ever hear about. Um, We'll buy more expensive uh, microphones though so that everybody can hear it in minute detail right there was also i like this one NoteGate, which was 2016 and it was uh it pertains to when lithium ion batteries spontaneously started lighting on fire in the samsung galaxy note 7 oh and yes people's pockets got burnt yes to their thighs <laughs> yes and things yeah. um so uh yeah, a lot of these aren't going to have like gate. Well, I, I mean, we could get. I bet we could get pretty creative yeah. around what what is considered a gate for a gate. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, this is very funny. Yeah. Buttergate. Oh yes. This is in the other category. Nice. On the Wikipedia list of gate scandals and controversies, in February 2021, reports emerged regarding industry wide changes in the consistency of Canadian produced butter which softened at a slower pace at room temperature than before. Who noticed this? Who was like, why is my butter melting so slow? I don't know. It was speculated that the increased use of palm oil or palmitic acid in feed by dairy farmers to help meet demand may have had an impact on the resulting butter products. Interesting. Palmitic acid and palm oil cause cancer. Yeah. Um, cancer gate. Cancergate. Where's Cancergate in all of this? Horsegate. <gasps> Some people love horses. Some people really love, love horses. horses. So Horsegate, also known as Horsemeatgate, oh. to give you some indication of where this is going, yeah, is a UK scandal from 2013 in which it emerged that several large supermarket chains were selling meat containing horse or equine meat while claiming they were 100% beef. Further context to this situation is that while horse meat is mostly fine for human consumption and is eaten in countries outside uh, throughout Europe and the rest of the world outside of America, it is rarely sold on the mainstream UK market and is considered somewhat culturally unacceptable to eat in British society. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't eat horses. There's a Nutella gate. Of course there is. 
which involves a controversy at Columbia University surrounding allegations of widespread Nutella theft that cost <laughs> the university $5,000 a week. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to look at the gates to Columbia. Mm-hmm. That would be an obvious one. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, Nutella smeared all over on the interior folding pages. Uh-huh. Um, this one, I think, gets the award for best name oh yeah Smushgate. yes a proposal for a javascript language feature called array.prototype.flatten turns out to be web incompatible the proposal author jokingly suggested renaming flatten to smush to avoid the compatibility issue the joke was not clear to everyone some people started to incorrectly believe that the new name had already been decided and things escalated quickly what i don't know confusing gate confusing gate uh there's also italy gate pencil gate pig gate oh tell me about pencil gate pencil gate was uh, we've talked about pencils on the podcast before yes some of us have an obsession 2016 allegations that the use of pencils in uk voting stations in the lead up to the eu membership referendum allowed for m MI5 to erase the results of Brexit voters. This led to the hashtag use pens and hashtag Pencilgate on social media in the UK. Oh my God. So the idea is that because they were marking their ballots with pencils, somebody was going in after the fact and changing their votes. Oh, interesting. Huh? Yeah. Um, And then my, one of my favorites because of its, sheer absurdity is pizzagate yes oh yeah which happened it's ongoing so wikipedia lists it 2016 to present Mm -hmm. in reference to uh, pizzagate is a reference to an alleged child sex trafficking ring run by high-ranking democratic party officials out of the basement of a pizza restaurant it is noteworthy that the pizza restaurant in question exists but does not have a basement nor any ties to child pornography rings right right there is no basement and also no child exploitation happening. Um, there's apparently like a lot of pop culture ones as well. Like I think of gates as, as like for something to be labeled a gate mm-hmm. scandal. Yes. The only reason it needs to have a colloquial gate scandal name is so that people unfamiliar with the discipline or, field in which the scandal took place and perhaps why it's even scandalous in the first place Mm. like the gate is an indicator to your average hoi polloi that like something is afoot right right yeah something bad is afoot right and like so i think of any use of gate tacked onto something is essentially a pop culturization yes yeah a pop Acculturation. Pop acculturation. Pop acculturation gate. Pop acculturation gate. Um, to begin with. So that it's kind of funny that like they have a whole separate section in here specifically for pop cultures. So these fictional scandals have been given the gate suffix by the creators of the artistic work. Mm-hmm. So in film and television, the great great British bake off show mm-hmm. had been gate where an ice cream in a contestant, Ian's baked Alaska did not set, and he threw his baked Alaska in the bin and walked off the set. And the way they edited it suggested that another contestant was responsible. And then 
during the judging, he just showed them the bin in which he discarded his baked Alaska. And he was eliminated, and the judges said they couldn't judge him because he didn't give them anything to taste. Weird, right? Yeah, yeah. There's also Butterfly Gate, which is RuPaul's drag race. There was uh-huh. Clipgate on the Colbert Report. Uh-huh. Uh, there was Flatgate from the thick of it. There was Kimono Gate on RuPaul's drag race. Mask Gate, same show. Muff Gate on Pitch Perfect. Note Gate on the Traders US. Panty Gate on Real Housewives. Punch Gate on Celebrity Big Brother. Sharon Gate, EastEnders. Stargate, Community. Strawberry Gate, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Stupid Water Gate, which was on <laughs> last week tonight with John Oliver, season four, episode 13. A recurring segment called Stupid Water Gate is concerned with the appearance of Russian interference in the 2016 states, uh, U.S. state elections and resulting cover-ups called Stupid Water Gate because, according to John Oliver, it is a scandal with all the potential ramifications of Watergate, but wherever Everyone involved is stupid and bad at everything, which is kind of ironic because Watergate was also a situation where everybody was stupid, stupid and, and bad, bad at, at everything. everything. Yes. Because the Watergate that we all know of yes. is actually their fourth attempt. Right, right. So they failed miserably yes. three times, largely because everything they did in Watergate, yeah. the original Watergate, was like totally unnecessary. Yes. Like they overcomplicated the shit out of it because the people who were in charge of executing what became known as the Watergate scandal were like weirdo assholes who didn't do like super weird. Like G Gordon Liddy's weird, yes, weird guy. Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So stupid Watergate it actually isn't probably any dumber than real Watergate. Right. Right. So there's like plenty of like scandal gates that could easily translate into like our gate book. Right, right. Uh, like I, I'm surprised at the number of them that would like actually fit in. Yes, yeah. Um, so actually, maybe it would behoove us to just give a quick overview of what Watergate scandal actually was, because it, it occurs to me that like possibly a people lot of people don't, don't know. know. Um, and I think just I'll just kind of read the very summary summary on water on the Watergate scandal entry on Wikipedia just to kind of contextualize it. Yeah. Um, so the Watergate scandal was a political scandal in the United States involving the administration of President Richard Nixon from 1972 to 1974 that led to Nixon's resignation. The, the scandal stemmed from the Nixon administration's attempt to cover up its involvement in the June 17, 1972 burglary of the Democratic National Committee headquarters in Washington, D.C., the Watergate office building, hence the, the association. So right. um, there's a lots of uh, Meg, as you said, like it's it's full of like really dumb choices and um, really strange people. Like who, unnecessary. Like, yeah. Like the of, type of thing where it's like, okay, so step one is we're going to rappel off the roof. It's like you could just walk through the front door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a hotel. So people come and go all the time. Right. So, I mean, I don't think anybody repelled off the roof in Watergate. No, but, but I'm it's just that saying conceptually, it's that kind it was of very like much, yeah. cloak and dagger bullshit. And yep. it's like you could just walk through the front door. It's really stupid. Yeah. So, yeah, please continue. Um, oh, that's all. I, I you know, there's um, I'm sure there's plenty of like detail. Like we could do hours and hours about it. Like there are plenty of like really good um documentaries about it i think there's like a new movie coming out there's a funny television show well it's an internet television show i can't remember where it is maybe it's on amazon Mm -hmm. with justin thoreau playing g gordon liddy and 
um oh yeah the show yeah yeah, yeah. and woody harrelson mm-hmm. is um fucking what's his name i can't remember what his name is another central figure in the watergate scandal and the two of them are just bungling idiots the whole time right right um yeah it's it's really interesting fancy fa- fancy fascinating 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 story this um, is fascinating but uh but yeah, so that is where that is where we end up getting the or that's where we got the gate scandal suffix um association as we kind of hinted out and talked right. about earlier. Um but uh I think um the the idea of this book um it could go all over the place, right? So probably we need to start with I'm just thinking of like a plan of action as far as like um how we might implement it is to start with like maybe collecting a list of gates that we want to cover um wait which are we talking about gates or the scandal gates yes but right the gates that are associated with the gate so like both the scandal and the gates that are associated with them right so that's the that's the the doorways or whatever that enter the thresholds yeah so like the gates and their corresponding thresholds and then kind of organize from there around the idea of like which ones are noteworthy, but also like fit the th- overall theme potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? I don't know. I think it's a really weird idea. Yes. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the selection criteria is. Well, I think it would just emerge as we kind of like put them all in a bin like go through and just pick shit out and be like, okay, well there's a gate for this one. Book gate bin. Book gate bin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a bizarre one for sure. Um, I mean, it might be fun also to go travel and, and take photos of some of these things. Right. Yeah. Our excuse to travel the world is a, writing a weird book gate gate. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have any more thoughts on that topic. Yeah. Seems like a lot of these gates are in Germany. Yeah. Or is Well, I thought I, there's only one that uh, well there were, oh there were two cuz there was the what was the one you mentioned at the beginning? Um Brandenburg. Brandenburg. In Berlin. Yeah. Well, I'll be there in November so I could I could make that happen. Hmm. Um Yeah possible i don't know it's just like one it's and then it's just when you open up there's just one two-page spread of watergate and that's it (laughs) (laughs) it's like enormous book and it's all cover yeah it's all cover. (laughs) it's like six inches thick we need to figure out how to get our color of the day thing running again we do um actually i was thinking maybe after this when we take a break we could look at that really quick and see um and fire that up because i think it's actually kind of a quick fix i just have not (laughs) it's just at the bottom of the list of quick fixes yeah exactly yeah um what's our time so 50 minutes yeah we did good we could call it let's call it okay that's it that's a wrap it's a podcast we'll talk to you again about ocean gate gate should we do a should we do a design snack oh yeah um usually the way that i like to do those is i just um I don't have one ready to go, but I can have one right now. Uh, usually what we do is like kind of go through Wikipedia and pick out some kind of design thing. Um, 
something associated with design and perhaps um perhaps we could so uh how about i think we've talked about design uh education before um, well, Bauhaus. So I've always wondered what the fuck Bauhaus was because people like talk about it like as this. Um, and we're not talking about the band Bauhaus. No. Um, so the, I believe this is pronounced correctly, uh, the Stachlikis Stach Bauhaus, uh, commonly known as the Bauhaus, German for building house was a German art school operating or operational from 1919 to 1933 that combined crafts and the fine arts. Um, the school became famous for its approach to design, which attempted to uh, unify individual artistic vision with the principles of mass production and emphasis on function. Mm. So um, if like their, their design principles are pretty interesting um i'm not super familiar with them but i'm trying to see if there's any like uh so it it was um it was founded by the architect walter uh groupius uh and it was grounded in the ideas of creating um the german word gussum kunstwerk <laughs> Gessem Kunstwerk, <laughs> comprehensive artwork, uh, in which all the arts would eventually be brought together. Uh, the Bauhaus style later became one of the most influential concepts in modern design, modernist architecture, and architectural education. Hmm. Um, yeah, and it's very, um, it is absolutely like a very interesting thing. Like we could probably do like a whole podcast on it, hmm. but um, that's just a little design nugget you could kind of get you thinking. Um, Bauhaus. Yep. So thank you for listening. Sounds very utilitarian. It is. It is kind of well. The idea I think is that they wanted to, um, like, like elevate the concept of utilitarian into, uh, like, like bring art and des like bring art into it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think in some ways, like the idea is like we don't have to like choose form over function or function over form, but to have functional form. Um, I like that. Yeah. You know, so the idea was like, you know, we know that we like based on this sentence, uh, which attempted to unify individual artistic vision with the principles of mass production and emphasis on function. So the idea is to like center around those three things, like be like, okay, be, you know, artistic vision. Great. Let's <laughs> make sure we don't lose that. Check check but also consideration for mass production so that lots of people can have access to this object that we're creating or this thing that we're making yeah but then also make sure that it's functional and has utility and it's not just like you know creating something that is you know potentially beautiful to look at but entirely useless right which there are preponderance of those things in the world sure beautiful but, but useless things yeah and also like that doesn't you know sometimes the purpose of a thing is to be beautiful like you you know when you look at like massive sculptures and things it doesn't necessarily provide more function than to center a space around viewing this object of consideration right yeah. um which is is can you know a kind of function so it's not to be dismissive of beautiful things that that 
one might argue have no function. Like the fucking Mona Lisa is a, just a garbage painting that sits on the wall of a fucking giant ass building yeah. and causes controversy because people try to steal it. It's really dumb too. Like I, it, it's only popular because it's like, you know how Kim Kardashian is famous for being famous. Mm-hmm. That's what the Mona Lisa is. Yes. She's famous for being famous. It's not a, it's not a technically good painting. Right. Right. <laughs> but It's not especially large or impressive. No. It's just like somehow it got like somehow it just entered into like popular consciousness on posters and shit. And then all of a sudden everybody's obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. But if, it's like I only have room in my life for one kind of painting and it's the Mona Lisa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name any other paintings? Name even one other painting. That one with the smile and the eyes or the en- enigmatic smile or whatever they say. Oh, wait, that's the Mona Lisa still. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> but but my point was more like that, you know, somebody might consider that a value. So it's not to be dismissive of things for beauty for beauty's sake. It's just that sure. um, they were centering around the idea of like, you it's know. It's just the things that are beautiful and useful are better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Superior, Superior in every way. Yeah. In every way. It's yeah. Like, this is beautiful and I can open my beer with it. Uh, who doesn't want that life right yeah i mean come on yeah well what i have to say about this is um thank you for listening and thank you once again if you have opinions or thoughts or ideas we'd love to hear them and you can email dana d-a-n-a at fcbm.io and she will field your questions, um, or we may she may just pass it on to us and say, I'm sick of your shit. Stop asking listeners to email me. Right. Um, and she'll forward it to us. But either way, we'll see it, or she'll see it, or we'll all see it, and we'll talk about it, and we'll uh, get back to you. <laughs> every one of us is going to see e- every it. Every one of us, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. I mean, also, Send like... Send us your email. Yeah, but also consider like we we're not going to like out you and talk about your any of your personal details without contacting you first and, you know, like... I think I think generally our practice on this podcast is to not share other people's information without right. their. We're going to call you up. Consent. We're going to rub it in your face, and then we're going to tell you how we're going to dive all right. all of your personal details online, even if you don't want us to, because it's too late because you already told us. Sarah from Michigan says we're assholes. <laughs> Sarah from Michigan is right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, uh, but this is a good time to get a hold of us because I, even though it seems like there's like 300 of you out there listening relatively roughly every, every month. Um, so for sure, if some fraction of you write in, you're all probably going to get replies. Yeah. Probably lengthy ones because we're bored. Yes. We're not (laughs) bored. We are fascinating, interesting, engaged people who do stuff all the time, all the time because we're bored, because we're bored, (laughs) because of boredom. Because of boredom, because yes, of to, boredom. Stay, to, to stave off the, the waiting until we die. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, and that with t- that. <laughs> yeah, that took a dark trade. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye.